Welcome to Retire Simply, a show designed to take the fear out of retirement unknown and replace it with joy, freedom, and confidence. Your hosts are Scott and Angela Winstead, a husband and wife duo who share their industry knowledge in a fun and casual way to help steer you in the direction of your retirement goals and dreams. Having worked with hundreds of families in the area over the last decade, they've learned some common themes that are standing in the way of people having the retirement they imagine. Join them as they give you tips and tools to navigate the world of retirement, to make it uncomplicated and simple. This is Retire Simply. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Retire Simply podcast. This is Scott Winstead. And I'm Angela. And we're coming to you this week uh, talking to you about Medicare. So this is going to be uh, the last week uh, that we've put in... uh, well, we talked about Social Security. Yep, we did that for three weeks. And then we do get a lot of questions around Medicare, and we're coming up to some uh, pretty key uh, dates and timelines yeah. here. So we thought it'd be great this week to dedicate some some time to just talking about Medicare. Uh, this might be a little bit of a review, uh, but we'll also go into a little bit more detail as well. Now, I just want to start right off the bat, okay? We're not going to be talking today about what the coinsurance premium is for this and your deductible plan is for that. We're not going to get that far into the weeds and that granular, okay? If you have those sorts of questions, obviously call us. We're happy to discuss it with you. This is going to be more about uh, Medicare, the parts of Medicare, how it works, and some things you need to be aware of. Yeah, more just some basic understanding. Absolutely, absolutely. So with that being said, you know, Medicare is made up of four parts. Mm -hmm. Um, And why don't you talk a little bit about that, Angela? Sure, sure. We're going to start with part A. Um, And the main questions we get about that is, you know, what does it really cover? So part A are hospital stays, skilled nursing care, uh, and they're kind of technical about that. It has to be following a qualified hospitalization. Um, Some home health care. But let's stop right there real quick. Sometimes when people hear home health care, they think long-term care, and that's not necessarily the case. Uh, we'll talk more about long-term care later, but uh, this does not necessarily cover all your long-term care, even though when you hear home health care, yep, it can yep, sound like that. Yep, yep. exactly. Um, but then uh, we do know that it covers hospice. Mm-hmm. So not, not always the long-term care, but they do the hospice. Um, the next part is going to be Part B. And what that covers really are our doctor services, outpatient services, and medical equipment. Now remember, that is going to include occupational and physical therapies. So a couple of good things to remember there. Next is gonna be uh, part C, they go right in order here. Um, And that really covers everything that A and B cover but oftentimes they include prescription drug coverage and things like dental and vision and wellness programs. So part C is often referred to as the Advantage Plan. Yep, Okay. and that covers the same as A and B with some other different types of programs, possibly vision and dental. Um, And then part D, um, are for prescription drugs. So that's a really easy one to remember. D's for drugs. D is for drugs, exactly. It's kind of like a grown-up Sesame Street, right? (laughs) Where it's like, you know, A's for apples. Well, when Medicare world as a boomer, (laughs) listen, D's for drugs, all right? And it's really an alphabet soup, you know? 
So we've, we've got to have some of these little tricks to remember what everything covers. It I is. Mean. And listen, it's a government-run program. You guys know this, and you all know that anything run by the government can be somewhat confusing, okay? And and so it's, it, it is something that you want to make sure you really understand what's covered because the last thing you want to do is have an event, have some sort of illness, have something come up, you go there and then you're told you're not covered um, or it's going to cost you a bunch, all right? So Angela just went through the four parts, Yep. okay? And what I'm going to do is take those four parts and we're going to just dive in a little bit into more detail in those, okay? So let's just start with part A really simply. So Medicare part A is provided through basically the original Medicare, okay? It's also part of the Medicare Advantage plan. And as Angela mentioned, it does cover the hospital stays um, or hospital-related uh, expenses and skilled nursing facilities. Again, not necessarily long-term care, but skilled nursing, okay? Most people for Part A don't pay anything because they paid Medicare taxes for 10 years or more. So when you paid your Social Security, typically you pay your Medicare taxes, so there is, isn't really a cost for most people for Part A. But how, if you haven't paid uh, your Medicare taxes for 10 years, you could pay a monthly premium for Part A. That's very rare, but again, you can do that, okay? So just associate Part A with the hospitalization and the hospital uh, costs that are covered. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's jump into part B. Part B is again through the original Medicare, part A and part B, also part of the Advantage plan. Okay. And what's covered there are really what we call medically necessary services and preventative services. So this would be more like uh, where you go for preventative, like your physical. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you go there for your wellness, well, women's checkups, you know, things like that. Um, doctor visits, lab tests uh, are usually covered under Part B. Um, it can include uh, services for ambulance, um, durable medical equipment. So that might be like a walker or oxygen tank or something like that can be covered. Uh, some mental health treatments can yep. be covered under that. And also some outpatient drugs. Okay. So Parts A and Parts B are uh, part of your Medicare plan. You usually have Part A and Part B when you sign up for Medicare uh, with it. Now, this is typically where the decision comes down for a lot of people is, okay, I've got Part A, I've got Part B. Do I want to go the holistic route of the all-encompassing plan? Mm -hmm. We call that the Advantage plan. Or do I want to basically build my health care out from a menu of different services. So I equate this, Angela, as kind of like going to, you know, when we went to Val- uh, Valentine's Day a couple years ago, and I, I took you to that really swanky place, and it was a preset menu. Yes, I remember And that. it was like, hey, you pay X amount of dollars, mm-hmm. and here's what you're eating, whether you like it or you don't. But right? you have some choice. Yeah, but not, not much. Not a lot. <laughs> not much. That is the Advantage plan. So you're going to be be basically told, here's what you get. You've got a little bit of choice in there, but not much. Mm-hmm. The Medicare supplement route is more like going to a buffet, maybe a swanky buffet, mm-hmm. right? Well, I guess they don't even do that anymore with COVID, right? No, no, no. <laughs> but basically being able to choose from a menu. Yes. Okay. And so 
one is not better or worse than the other. So many times folks come in when they're talking about Medicare, it's like, well, I'm not getting the Advantage plan because my brother Bill got in that and he couldn't, or I'm not getting this supplement because, you know, my sister Terry told me, listen, it's just what you need to do to customize it for your own individual situation. Right. Okay. So let's talk about the Advantage plan, also called Part C. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... The thing with Part C, as we said, it's typically fixed. Now, there's some some pros to that, right? There's some advantages to that. Um, it can also have coverage built into it for your vision, your hearing, and your dental services that aren't necessarily provided from original Medicare. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're getting typically these ancillary or these extra services on the Advantage plan. Um, now. Each Medicare Advantage plan has its own premiums, deductibles, you know, out-of-pocket limits. Um, they, they also have different rules for the referrals and where you can go for care. And I want to stop right there because that's a really big deal. For some people, where they already go for their care, Medicare Advantage is accepted. A lot of folks and a lot of retirees and people that we help set this up, okay, they don't necessarily like being told where they can go for care. Especially if they can't see the people they're used to. So a lot of folks talk about this as being kind of what they're, when they were working and they were uh, uh, familiar with like in-network, out-of-network. Mm -hmm. It's the same sort of thing. So unlike original Medicare... And if you go the supplement route, which allow you to go to any doctor or any facility that accepts Medicare, Medicare Advantage or Part C basically tells you where you can go for your care. Again, not a good or a bad thing. You just need to be aware of it. Okay. Now, the other thing that Medicare Advantage plans uh, that you want to know about it is typically they are less portable than a supplement. So what do I mean by that? Well, they only operate, Medicare Advantage plans only operate in certain regions. And so just because you have a Medicare Advantage plan in, in the South region or the Texas region doesn't mean that if you travel or you want to split your time between residences, that plan may not be accepted where you travel to or where you spend time between different homes and all of that. Another thing you just need to be aware of, okay? So that is part C. Think of it more as a, a more robust, all-encompassing plan. It has its own separate premiums, its own separate deductibles, but the limitations around it, again, are it's not necessarily portable by region, and you're basically told where you can go and where you can't go. Hey there, I hope you're enjoying this week's podcast on all things Medicare. We are offering a white paper for you that is basically an overview Medicare 101. It talks about all things related to Medicare and even more information than we're covering today in the podcast, and we'd like to offer that to you. So click down in the body of this email, download it, and make sure that you're very knowledgeable for your Medicare choices coming up on October 15th. We look forward to hearing from you and seeing you next week. Bye-bye. All right. Let's talk a little bit about now the Medicare supplement world. 
Okay, so there's different terms of Medicare supplements. Some people call it a Medigap plan, all right? Some people call it a MedSup plan. Listen, when you, when you turn 65 and you sign up for Medicare, you probably were bombarded. And if you're not 65 yet, you will be bombarded by uh, people trying to get you to, to buy Medicare supplements. But here's really the thing. The supplement or the Medigap, those are one and the same, they are exactly what they say they are. They are there to provide supplementation or to cover the gap between what your hospital, your preventative, what all your medical costs are, the gap between what parts A and B will cover, and what your out-of-pocket is. So let's say that parts A and B cover 80% of your uh, services. There's still 20% that falls on your shoulders. The Medicare supplement is there to provide that extra 20%. Okay. Now, again, there's different deductibles. There's different costs associated. We're not going to get into parts F and G and N and all these other things today, but I want you to understand how it works. So the Medicare supplement insurance allows you to go wherever Medicare is accepted because a plan G, let's say, a supplement G plan is a G plan across the country. So you're not limited to where you live. You're not limited by your zip code. If, if any place from, you know, Seattle, Washington to Tallahassee, Florida, and anywhere in between accepts a G plan and accepts Medicare, mm-hmm. you're able to go there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's very, very important. People like the ability to not have to worry about, is it taken here? Is it not? Do I have it by region? Do I not? So very, very important. Okay. But it's there to cover any of that gap. All right. Now it, when you have your vision and your dental and your hearing, when you go the Medicare supplement route, you're typically getting those additional insurances if you need them as, again, bolt-on. So, again, picking from that menu. Mm-hmm. So now I've got my Medicare supplement. I've got my uh, uh, dental plan. I've got my vision plan, yeah. right? Now, a lot of times, though, the Medicare supplements, uh, the companies you use for that will give you heavily discounts for hearing, maybe, or vision. Not all of them, but some of them. So you don't necessarily have to have a separate plan. Listen, if you go get your eyes checked like once a year from your family physician, you may not need a vision plan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Most people have a separate dental plan, though. Okay? So just remember, Advantage plan is all-encompassing. The supplement world is a la carte. The, the Advantage plan has restrictions around who you can see and where you can use it. The supplement plans do not. Just be aware of those things. Okay? Well said. Clear and well said. All right. So let's get back to Sesame Street. Part D stands for drugs. And really, that is for your prescription medications. Okay? So the nice thing, and when we help folks evaluate all this and look at all this, is we can actually go to the Medicare Part D website. We can go into their formulary. That sounds kind of of cool, right? Yeah, Yeah, really technical. Really all that is is, hey, uh, it's a library of the drugs. And we can actually type in the prescription medications that you take, Mm -hmm. the strengths, the dosages, the the frequency, and your zip code. And we can actually pull up your pharmacies and say, okay, here's what it would cost you for a Part D plan. Okay. Now, remember, you know, you get to choose this as a standalone plan. So the premiums can vary again. And not only they can do it by coverage, but it can also be by income level. Okay. 
So remember going back to higher income, higher, uh, our, our other benefits get taxed more or they hinder more. Here's a plan for that, right? Or here's an instance of that. So you definitely want to make sure you have Part D figured out and um, you have the enrollment period that basically uh, starts around the same time Medicare can start. There's a couple different uh, rules around that. We won't get into that today, but we want to make sure that we have at least Plan D uh, or Part D rather to cover your prescription drugs. One thing I like to uh, remind people when they're making those decisions too is not to just think about where they are right now, but to also think about where they might be in 10 or 15 or 20 years. So. That's right. And just like your retirement plan that we build for folks needs to be updated uh, every year or as life happens, mm-hmm. you need to look at your health care plan at least every year. It doesn't mean you have to change it, mm-hmm. but you need to evaluate it. Okay, so it really comes down to three things when you're deciding Advantage plan or Medicare or Medigap supplement world. There's really three things you need to think about. Okay, the first is the cost Usually Medicare supplements are a higher monthly premium Okay, but they can typically result in a lower out-of-pocket expense than an Advantage plan Yes. so Advantage plans may cost less but and cover more services, but it might be a better option for your monthly budget, right? So again, you want to just make sure that you're evaluating cost, mm-hmm. not just for you, but also for your spouse, okay? So I know when we build income plans for folks, uh, one of the things we take into account is their cost of health care. Um, and what I find is a lot of times if folks are retiring prior to 65, Sometimes their companies will allow them to take their health insurance as part of their retirement plan with them to cover that gap. So that might be a great benefit to check with. Now, the second thing you want to evaluate, whether you go the advantage route or you go the supplement route, is the choices that you get with it. As we talked about with the Medicare Advantage plan, the medical providers is limited to those within, um, I hate using these terms, but we'll talk about them because some people are familiar, an HMO and a PPO. But basically in-network or out-of-network. It may not cover things out of your network where the supplement world is. So before you're making this decision, you want to check, hey, is my primary care physician in my Advantage plan? Is my, you know, well women's in my Advantage plan? The other thing, though, is you want to think about is, hey, hopefully this never matters, but use my mom as an example, right? You know, when she retired, fully healthy, didn't really matter about um, where she, she went. But then, you know, she got cancer. And because we had a Medicare supplement, we could go get cancer treatment anywhere we wanted Mm -hmm. rather than being stuck in a region or told someplace where we had to go. So you have to also think about being able to where life may take you, which I think was Tangela's point, right? Your point Mm -hmm. about, hey, where are you going to be in 10 years? I'm not saying you want to wish these things to happen, but it's important to leave yourself some flexibility. Flexibility is huge. That's right. Now, lastly... You want to make sure you're thinking about the lifestyle, right? So what do I mean by that? Travel, where you're going to live, what are you going to do? You know, one of the things I know if you've come in and visited with us, I always ask you when I first meet you, is Texas going to be home for you, the Metroplex, or do you plan to live someplace else? Well, remember, Advantage plans are limited to certain states and regions. Supplements are portable, can go across all 50 states, okay? So if you like to do that snowbird living thing, right? Well, I guess ours is reverse down here, right? People get out of the heat and they go up where it's cool, right? Um, But remember, 
you want to make sure your plan's taken wherever you might spend uh, more time. So um, when you first become eligible for Medicare, you basically have seven months to complete the initial enrollment. And that enrollment starts three months before the month that you turn age 65. Say that one more time. Okay. So when you first become eligible for Medicare, you have seven months to complete that initial enrollment. That enrollment period starts three months before the month you're going to turn 65 and basically runs through your birthday month and it ends three months after that. So that's how they get to the seven, right? Exactly. Okay. Um, You don't want to miss that stuff. If you're taking Social Security benefits before the age of 65, you'll be enrolled in Medicare A and B automatically. You'll receive your Medicare card typically, you know, about three months before your 65th birthday. So that usually happens automatically. Okay. The other thing that you want to make sure you're aware of is that each year after your initial enrollment, to know that you'll have the ability to change your Medicare plans. So there's a Medicare annual enrollment period and it's coming up. It runs October 15th through December 7th and then new coverages with those changes start January 1st. Mm -hmm. So you basically have from October 15th to December 7th to make any changes. Okay, so what can you do during that in open enrollment period? Well, you can do a couple things. Number one, you could switch from a red, uh, original Medicare to Medicare Advantage or vice versa. You could switch from one Advantage plan to another Advantage plan. Mm-hmm. You could switch from one prescription Medicare plan to another drug plan. And you can enroll in prescription drug plan if you haven't already done that. Okay. So there's quite a few things that you can do during that time. But just remember October 15th through December 7th. So not quite two months. Not so quite make two sure months. to get it done. And why would you want to switch a plan? Well, you know, if your health care's changed a little bit, uh, maybe you need some additional benefits. Uh, maybe you've had the same plan for a long time and you haven't updated it or something like that. Or maybe your financial needs have changed, right? Your income or something like that. So just something else to be aware of. So that's what we want to go over with you in terms of Medicare. I know it's a lot. Um, it is an alphabet soup, you it know, is, in terms yes. of going through it, but it's important that you understand it. If you have questions on these things or you're not quite sure how it all fits together, give us a call at the office. That number is 817-328-6152. And we're happy to help you look at this and make sure that this healthcare plan is set up and customized for you and your spouse and how you guys need it to work moving forward. Okay. So just like we don't want to take advice from our brother-in-law or our uncle on how to take Social Security, you don't want to just take blanket Medicare advice from people that their situation may be very different than yours. It needs to be customized, and we're happy to help you with it. So give us a call if you want to take us up on that. We'd love to chat with you about it. Remember, October 15th is right around the corner. Don't miss that if you need to make any updates. And we look forward to talking with you next week. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. This has been another week of Retire Simply. Thanks for listening. And remember, anyone can save money and just as easily anyone can run out of money. But it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. If you want to listen to more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to retiresimplypodcast.com. That's retiresimplypodcast.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page to set up your 15-minute call to get your plan started right now. 
Tune in next week as we talk about all things related to your investments. See you then. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Compass Retirement, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Compass Retirement, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement, Inc. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.